the good times roll. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Friday Morning Show. Go for a new spot. Yeah, we are in a new spot, and it's really nice. Yeah, we're, we're going to see how the echo is, because it sounds brutal to our ears, and I'm sure it's not better on the microphones. <laughs> so, I guess we can just get into topics, which, um, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start with topics, buddy? Well, um, the draft happens this week. Yeah, it happens tomorrow. Happens tomorrow. So by or the time a the day behind from when you guys are listening to this. Yeah. So when you were listening to this, just know we have no idea who the Broncos and Rams are taking. Do you want me to get mad? Sure. I know it's gonna happen. Okay. What's so, gonna happen? So today the Broncos traded a six-round pick for Teddy Bridgewater. And I'm <laughs> upset about this, and a lot of Broncos fans are not upset about this, and I think that's stupid because I. So I texted Mike, and I was like, "This is fucking like," I was like, "What was this trade?" Fuck the Broncos. Season's over. Okay? And he's like, dude, that's honestly like a horrible reaction. Like, Teddy can step in and he can play like a normal quarterback role if Drew loses his job. So, basically, it's an open competition for starting QB. Okay? So, we'll take – we'll start with that. How old is Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater is not young. Like, I want to say 29, 30. Somewhere around there. All I – the only thing I remember of Teddy Bridgewater is when the Rams knocked him out cold. Didn't he break his leg? He also destroyed his knee, yes. Yeah, so, okay. So, I'll give respect to Teddy Bridgewater in that he doesn't, he does a good job of taking care of the ball most of the time. And that's a big deal. Now, the problem is no good team has an open competition for a quarterback. If you have open competition for quarterback, look at the fucking Chicago Bears. Tough. Terrible last year. Look at, I don't know, the past. Jaguars. Jags. Kyle Orton and fucking Tim Tebow. Trash. Uh, Trevor Simeon and I can't even remember who, but I know there was competition and it sucked. Yeah. And, like, when you have two quarterbacks fighting for a position, you're fucked. Like, Miami Dolphins with Tua and Fitzmagic. Yeah. Look, when you had Fitzmagic going – the season was going fine, and then you stepped in your own way and got Tua in there. That was a bad decision. That was a bad decision. And Objectively a terrible decision. Um, so, John Madden once said, if you have two quarterbacks, you got zero. Because quarterbacks are kind of head cases. You, know, you want them to be in a rhythm. You want them to be comfortable back there. And if they're splitting snaps or training off games, that's not going to happen. Okay? Now, the second part of this is, well, we only gave up a six-round pick for it. Okay, only a sixth. You probably could have got him on the free agent market or somebody similar to him on a free agent market for free, basically. And the only way that you're saying that giving up just a sixth for him was a good trade is because you know that John Elway can't develop fucking draft picks. Yep. That <laughs> That's, it, so we suck at one thing, so we're just going to, I don't know, not even try? The fuck? I, yeah. I'm so glad I'm not a Broncos fan. It's uh, it's so annoying because, like, Drew Locke, I like Drew Locke, and I think he could be good. And this is what I'm going to get mad about. 
if in the first round the quarterback that the Broncos want is available, they're going to take another fucking quarterback. And that means we're going to have three quarterbacks competing for two spots. Yep. Really one in training camp, and we're screwed. Yep. So pack it up. Like, if we take a quarterback, I'm telling you right now, pack it up. And I don't know what – like, there's no other position that we really need. Like, maybe a middle linebacker. Probably an O-line. This is Our this draft, not horrible. This but, draft is very rich in O-line. Um, not center, but tackles and guards, they're, like, everywhere. The entire Wisconsin line, there's a couple from Notre Dame. Oklahoma has some big boys. Like, there's some, there's some good O-line in this team. Clemson's got to have some good ones. Oh, Clemson has some good O-line, too. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Broncos picked up some O-linemen in this draft. I would like that, but I don't think they will. I think they're going to take a quarterback, and I think I'm going to jump off my roof. But what are you thinking with the Rams? Um, the Rams are not in desperate need in any particular position. I'd love for us to gain some depth at corner. Because right now we have Jalen Ramsey, GOAT. Um, and then we have Darius Williams, who I think is one of the most underrated corners in the NFL. Um, we have David Long, who's like, okay, has shown flashes of greatness. So we probably need like maybe one, one more corner there. We might look at getting another safety. Um, and then probably another tackler guard. I think that's really where we're going to be standing. But honestly, the draft is not exciting for Rams fans because we haven't had a first-round draft pick since 2016 when we drafted Jared Goff. You also trade – yeah, you trade all your first-round picks. We don't need picks. Yeah, you guys – I actually – I would rather John Elway just, like, wave the white flag and admit defeat like Sean McVay and just be like, picks don't matter. I just want players. Like, give me a guy who's performed in the league already. Yeah. And I don't have to develop him. I can just slot him in, teach him the offense, teach him the defense, and we're good. Yeah, it's, it seems to be working pretty well for the Rams. We've gone to the playoffs, you know, three out of the last four seasons. Yeah. Broncos happen. Fuck that. Okay, what do we got next? Um, so you've kind of already mentioned it, but the Teddy Bridgewater trade, um, you, clearly you're not a fan. No. I think I think we kind of ran through this already. Um, no, we don't really have to rehash it. I, again, I want to say I, I think what Teddy Bridgewater did last year was – he overperformed by not underperforming with the Panthers. He exceeded he's, expectations. He no, he didn't even do that. He's the fucking raisin brand of quarterbacks. Wow. Like that's harsh. It's not great. It's but it's not terrible. bad. Yeah. You know what you're gonna get every single time. Uh, it's like uh, Minshew. It's like Minshew. Well, mm, no, better than Minshew because Minshew throws the ball away a lot. Like yeah, he, that's fair. He throws a lot of picks. He, it's like. Maybe every now and then you get an extra extra couple raisins in there, and those are good <laughs> completions and good first downs. But really, you're just relying on him not to make mistakes, which is, like, there's something to be said about that is a good trait to have, and you want to give your defense a break and get good drives and at least get a field goal, put points on the board. But it's such, like, it's not what I will, like, nobody wants to watch that. Yeah. And the Broncos will never struggle with sorry, selling out mile high. They're never going to like the Bronco like Denver's very much a football town and the Broncos own their season. That's true. But like I want to be able to watch them on Sunday night football, not get their ki- heads kicked in. And like this last year, I think we were on one national game, and it was against the fucking Jets. 
and uh, I think tough. Brett Rippon was playing. So because Drew Locke was injured. That's really tough. So yeah, I would prefer us to like get more national coverage and really like excite people because free agents want to go places that are good exciting. teams where you have an exciting where you're exciting where you get to be on national television expand your brand and I don't think you're ever going to sign free agents when you're just you got a quarterback who like his best attribute is that he doesn't throw a shit ton of picks. <laughs> he throws an average amount of picks, he throws an average amount of completions and an average amount of touchdowns. First line of the resume. Average amount of picks. Yeah. And you know what? That's Oof. Doesn't turn the ball over all the time. Okay, so do you think Drew Locke's going to beat Teddy Bridgewater for the starting position then? I like I th- I think he will, and if he doesn't, then I. The problem with Drew Locke is I think he's extremely gifted, and I think last year I blamed a lot of like his downfall on uh, one he got hurt early, which That's is hard tough. to get in a rhythm, and then two. Like, that offense, a lot of times it was, like, there were times where he was missing under routes, but a lot of times it was, like, four flies and just, like, throw it up to a guy. Yeah. And, like, we can't be doing – like, you can't tell a fucking rookie quarterback to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, offensive coordinator calling plays like it's Madden rookie yeah. mode out here. Which, I mean, we can – I, like – this last weekend at practice, our coach kind of calls our scrimmage play, like our uh, our practice scrimmage plays, like Madden. Yeah. Like we ran screen passes about four times too many with yeah. our defense being about ten times too much aggressive. Yeah. And I'm like, why are we running screen passes? Like, and of course, the only reason I noticed that was because I was the one catching the screen passes. <laughs> yeah. And I was getting blown up. Now, the first time I ran a screen pass was in a, like a seven-on-seven on seven setup. And it's kind of a blessing in disguise because it cured me of my hangover because I got lit the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. Let's just, let's just pause right there. Oh, Let me tell you this story. story. Okay. okay. So I'm in bed, you know, early because I'm a responsible player. And I know I have practice at 7 a.m. the next day. I'm asleep. I get a call. 11.30 p.m. Boring. And Matt goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, Sleeping, and he goes, "I need you to come pick me up." And I'm like, oh, "I don't think I did. I say I need you, or I said can you? Maybe it was a can you, or I was half asleep. I feel like I need you would be a little bit rude." <laughs> um, and I was like, "Okay." So I get out of bed, I get in my car, I drive over to him. He's only about like a mile and a half away. Not a bad drive, but I get there. He gets in the car and he goes, "Dude, thank you so much. I." <laughs> I am so appreciative of you. Did I tell you I'm a penny board guy? And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pause you there and get some backstory. I decided I got invited out to go to Chiba Hut. I was gonna have one or two beers, and then I was gonna penny board back to Tover's house. Now on the way there, one, I decided I was gonna be a penny board guy. It was in the back of my car. I was like, I never ride this fucking thing. I'm gonna start doing it. So I load her up and I ride out, and then I get there and Zach Freeman. Turned one to two beers into literally 12. I had 12 beers. And they were delicious, and I loved them, <laughs> and it was so much fun. But then I was, like, looking at the terrain on my way there. I was like, these sidewalks in Greeley fucking suck. I'm going to eat shit on the way back if 100%. I'm drunk. 100%. In the dark. While drunk. Yeah. So I let it go too late. If I, if I left earlier and it was still light out, I probably would have been fine. But it was dark, and I was like, 
I'm going to die. So that's why I called you. But yes, I decided I was going to be a penny board guy. Continue from me getting into your car. So he gets into the car and he go, I go, how are you feeling? And he's like, I'm feeling great. And then we're driving back. And he's like, I was just thinking, if I was going to penny board back, did I mention I'm going to be a penny board guy? <laughs> I'm going to just kick my teeth in. <laughs> I yeah. like, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, so... Yeah, okay. We can move past the penny... I apparently said it like nine times. It was hilarious. I want everyone to know that I am going to be a... We can start... I'll start taking videos of me being on my penny board. I fucking suck, by the way. <laughs> I am so fucking bad. I never skateboarded as a kid. I've never done anything like this. I'm just like, yeah, I'm a penny board guy. That's, fucking asshole. You know, it's so on brand for you. Yeah. It just goes with your life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, the next morning, Matt is hung over to all hell. Wait, did I also... I think I remember when I got back to your place, did I like gasp and then whisper that I needed to put my laundry in the dryer? Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> You're like... <gasps> Oh my god, I forgot to move the laundry to the dryer. <laughs> Great presence of mind remembering that. That's that honestly so incredible. Because in sober, I forget to do that. So the fact that you remembered while near blackout drunk. Commendable. Yeah. And so from there, I switched it. Tofu went to bed. I said goodnight, buddy. And uh, I spent most of the night just like sitting in your bathroom. Yeah, no, I, I heard you. Yeah, it was, I laid down for maybe 30 seconds, and then everything was spinning. I was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> I'm and it was just close enough where I was like, I think I could hold this. But I was like, I don't want to clean up puke off the carpet, so uh, let's just go in the bathroom. And finally, I almost got it together, and I was fine. But yeah, then you woke me up and said, all right, 20 minutes, so we got to leave. And I was just upset hurt he was hurting i got maybe three hours of sleep was probably still a little drunk and if i was i like i couldn't tell you for the life of me if i was drunk or hungover that's what a place to be it sucked. sounds painful then i got hit once and we we're good what here yeah. we go wow so there's just there's i am a fucking football guy topher <laughs> jesus i there's and just a no and a penny board guy. So there's just no reality where I can where I could do that anymore. Like even back in my peak party days, I couldn't party in the middle of the week. I always had to party Friday nights or Saturday nights. Oh, oh, you had to party Friday nights. So since we're just airing dirty laundry out, Topher, do we want to go over what happened on Saturday? Oh boy. After you had a so Topher apparently I wasn't there has a beer a single beer. On Friday night, we have <laughs> Tover is known as the One Beer Wonder. That was my um, nickname in the frat. Thank you very much. We uh, get to flag football. We're in the second half, kind of down late. Need a big play here. We huddle up. Tover says, "All right, I'm gonna run a seam route right up the middle. Hit me." We go, "All right, break, clap, turn around." I'm running out to where I am. Tover apparently passes the fuck out right as he turns around. The world went blurry. I'd, I had no depth perception. I turned around after I heard a whistle. I was like, what the fuck? And then Tover's just laying on the ground. Yep. Yeah, so we're just, you couldn't do that, like, in the middle of the week. You, you, okay, what's the problem there? What happened Friday? Um, to make Saturday. And have we gotten a follow-up? Like, we can joke about this. Like, you're all Oh, good, yeah, right? I'm good now. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was going to say, if, we're, if I'm, like, roasting you for this, and you're like, actually, I have an aneurysm, 
oh, I have surgery tomorrow. I'd be like, ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, I got to cut that whole section out of the Shit. podcast. No, it's like, okay, so not only am I a penny more guy, I'm a dick. <laughs> Sick. I think if you had a Venn diagram of penny board guys and assholes, they would just be one circle. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, yeah. Go out on a limb and say, yeah, that's probably pretty close. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. I just passed out and then I just had no depth perception for a while and I uh, sat on the field and then sat on the sideline and then tried to drive, decided it was not a good idea because I started to get dizzy and then I had a bunch of people like coordinate to get my car back and then I just passed out for the rest of the night yep good times well, 10 of 10 would not recommend passing out during a flag football game though and i went drinking and matt went drinking and that brings us to sunday which this sunday we've got another round of 18 yes we do have a round of 18 at a different golf course this time objectively a more difficult golf course than highland hills i'm also i'm gonna be bad this weekend yeah because you're you're going up to wyoming aren't yeah you? so i'm going up uh, Friday, I'm going up to Laramie. Yep. I'm going to go see Mortal Kombat at, at the premiere in Laramie. Oh boy! I'm I heard kid. it's. I don't know. Like, I heard it's terrible. I've heard it's like good. I've heard it's also, unwatchable. I've heard fuck you. Okay. <laughs> the new Mortal Kombat looks awesome. The old one sucked. This new one looks sick. And also, I don't really give a shit. I'm going to drink. That's what we're really doing. Oh, we also have a practice Thursday night that's scheduled. Are you going to that? No. Oh, I'm going. You're why going. Aren't you, why aren't you going? Because uh, Talia gets out of the hospital, so. All right. Yeah, I guess that's fucking fair. It just sucks that you have an actually decent excuse. Yeah. I'm going to get it. It's no pads. You sure you don't want to come? I'll talk to Talia. I'll see, what, I'll see what happens. Yeah, see, no pads was big for me. I was like, oh, cool, because the defense fucking hates me right now. <laughs> I don't want to go if I have to yeah. worry about getting lit up. Yeah, it'll be more basically like concept work, I think. Basically, you know the plays, seven on seven, easy stuff. Um, all right, what's our next topic? Now that we um, got off the rails, we did about we did about ten minutes on topic, and then we did about fifteen minutes off topic right there. So yes, yes, we did. That's what I love. Yeah, that's this is just how our show goes. Um, nuggets and abs updates. So do you want to go first? I, uh, abs came off of their COVID protocol. How are they doing? Uh, I mean, they clinched playoffs, which is huge. Great news. Which is huge. When does playoffs start? Ooh, it's a great question. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Politician move. Love that. <laughs> anyway, um, so they dropped one now, I think. Yeah, they've dropped one since. I think they played a night. Uh-huh. Um, and, I mean, they had Jonas Johansson in goal. Their third string goalie. Right. Uh, Groovy's now off COVID. Pro- or, yeah, Groovy's off COVID. Um, Mika was out. Sod's down for two to four weeks. So they had some injuries. They had some guys coming back. You're off rhythm because you took a break, kind of. So you got to get back in. You lose your conditioning. You got to get back in game shape. So it was like, it was a shitty time to get COVID. And I think they've like underperformed because of that. And they've looked kind of a little mm-hmm. rocky. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. We're in playoffs already. You're That's, set. Yeah. And as long as you don't drop to four, which they won't, then you'll fucking dust whoever's in third right and then play vegas second round like that's that's the biggest thing is like just be healthy to play vegas because vegas series is going to be fucking awesome and i'm super excited about that if i'm not mistaken they play vegas tonight right yeah i know they play 
I think they play Vegas twice, and then they play St. Louis twice again, and then Vegas twice again. Yep, Vegas tonight on NBCSN. Wow. Okay, that's a big game. It's um, a huge game. Yeah, so that's great news for uh, you know Avs fans and Colorado fans and hockey fans because yeah. you know Avs are Avs are uh, getting getting it together, and I, I'm hoping that they can you know figure out all the kinks coming off of COVID protocol right before playoffs. That's really what what you'd hope. And honestly, having the COVID protocol at this point gives them a week of rest. Yeah, it is nice. Well, they only got like four days. They got four days off, and it was really just more. Like they pushed a couple of games, so I think it's only like. Three weeks until playoffs start, maybe so two. Play, so playoffs for Nuggets and Avs are at the same time. There's yeah. a very real possibility, less real of a possibility now that Jamal's out, but possibility that Nuggets and Avs both take shifts at the Ball Arena this year. Well, less 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 chance for the I Nuggets. Mean, yeah, it's, better it's, chance it's, for the Avs. It'd be a Cinderella story for the fucking Nuggets, but hey, 2001, people forget that in 2001, Peter Forsberg. Had his appendix burst at Ouch. the beginning of playoffs oh. and was out for the entire run of the playoffs. Arguably the best player on the Avs that year. And the Avs still pulled home a championship. That's unreal. So, you know, maybe the Nuggets can follow in the Avalanche footsteps. But let's, let's hear about Little Brother. How are the Nuggets doing? Um, so, once again, there's more injuries on the Nuggets. Will Sounds Barton. about right. Will Barton has a strained hamstring, and uh, he says he's going to be back before playoffs. I don't expect to see him back until next season because he said that there was a pop, and you never want to hear a pop when it comes to muscle strains. Um, I actually got to go to a Nuggets game because of a family relative who is the second head trainer of the Nuggets, got us tickets. Super fun experience. Saw Will Barton. He was limping. I think he's done for a season. That kind of feels like addition by subtraction to me. I don't know about you. Like, it sucks because he is a body. He's a body, and he's a scorer, right? Like, he, he can create his own his own buckets, and he takes stupid shots. He has stupid turnovers, but there's no Where one else. Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? How many points did he have? We are an anti-Will Barton podcast, and we <laughs> have been since the start. I've been an anti-Will Barton. I've been an anti-Will Barton for, like, six years at this point. <laughs> he's only played for the Nuggets for six. Case in point. Okay. So? <laughs> um, you know... With Jamal Murray, I'm very much an anti-Will Barton. Without Jamal Murray, our offense is Joker and Michael Porter Jr. And when Will Barton was healthy, Will Barton could find his okay, own Okay, so... He was I, a good third option. So that we've got those three as our three options? Yes. So what about that guy that we traded, I don't know, a first-round pick, two of our best players for? Um, Aaron Gordon is a phenomenal defensive presence for us. He can lock down. That's not Gary good. Harris can't. That's Gary Harris good. can't stop LeBron James. And, and Aaron Gordon, Gordon can. can. Yes. Oh well, it's a good thing that you know LeBron James isn't fucking playing this year. Well, he's gonna be back for playoffs. And the way it looks right now is the Nuggets are the fourth seed, the Lakers are the five seed. Although the Lakers are losing to the Wizards right now. Come on, Wizards! I'm hoping Dallas. Leaps, leapfrogs them, so we have Dallas in the first round. Leap, more Lakers. Leapfrogs them? Leapfrogs the Lakers. So they'd be the sixth seed? Yes, the Lakers would be sixth seed. Dallas would be if we play the Lakers in the first round, we're going to get swept. Yep. A healthy Lakers. I think if they we would, have... They don't uh, even have to be healthy. I'm going to be real honest. I don't... They I don't, have not looked that great with just Anthony Davis. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, defensively, the Lakers are 
bar none, the best defensive team in the NBA right now. Yeah, and we're already talking about how we don't have offensive weapons. Um, yes, but the one thing, come, play, come playoffs, Joker's not going to rest that much. Michael Porter Jr.'s not going to rest that much. Michael Porter Jr.'s going to average five threes a game. I don't like Michael Porter Jr.'s game. You don't like no. Why do you not like Michael? Because Porter it it bothers me when I think shooters have to be hot or cold. Like hot or cold to hot shooters are good. Hot and cold shooters are the worst because when they get cold, they decide that they can shoot their way out of it, and that's what MPJ does. And you can't fucking do that in the NBA. That's, do, you know, do you know what his three he, point percentage is since Jamal's gone down? Dude, when he chucks up fifty eight percent from three. Bullshit. 58% from three. Pull it up. Pull, I will pull I don't it up believe right you. Now. I do not believe you. If he is shooting 60% from three, the three-point line, I'll shut up. Although I'll also say that it's a law of averages, and eventually that average is going to come down. So that means that he's made a lot more than he should have, and when that regresses to the mean, he's going to be dog shit. All right, stat news. MPJ, since Jamal Murray went down, he's averaging 25.7 points per game. On fifty nine point one percent field goal fifty oh field goal percentage fifty four point four percent from the three. And okay, so you were wrong. I was wrong, but over fifty percent from the three point. Over fifty percent, but okay. Again, a great average from the three point line is what. A third? Anything above thirty five percent. Okay, so when he starts regressing to that mean, I don't think he's he gonna will. miss a lot of. You okay? So you just think he's going to be one for two from the three-point line? I think he's going to be between for the rest of his three life. for six from the three-point line for the rest of his career. That's the exact same fucking thing as one for two, Tover. Yes, but he's going to have more volume with it, and more volume creates statistical uh, realness because then you have the p-value of point um, zero five. That's enough. All right. That's <laughs> enough. You you challenge right. an economist. I'm an economist. That's I enough. rely on data. All right. So. <laughs> Anyways, I believe in the Nuggets. The Nuggets are doing good um, despite all the injuries. Um, so follow them because that's fun. Well, I want to see them win. So I'm just saying it would be nice to see them win. But MPJ's got some – he's no Gary Harris. That's all I'll say. Mpj's not a I'd Gary I'd like Harris. to see you guys win, though. <laughs> but he's no Gary Harris. All right. All right. Moving next? on to the next one. So I've seen a lot of people talk about this um, on Twitter and on Facebook about people being avidly against vaccine passports and avidly for vaccine passports. So this is like a, I want to say month-old topic. Yes. Yeah. Well, we haven't been able to record very much. <laughs> All right, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, why'd you move, asshole? Okay, so... <laughs> can I be honest? Be honest. I don't care. You don't care? At all. Why is that? Don't even care at all. Because... Like, what's the downside? And then, actually, you know what? No. I'm just going to say I don't even care. I don't even want to know. Just everyone can fight about it. Tell me what you come up with, and I'll just do it. About six months later than everybody else because I'm lazy. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, that's or hard. once it starts affecting my – once somebody's like, hey, you can't come to this event, then I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I'll have to do it for real because I want to go to the fucking – See home football run games. Derby, which, by the way, the home run derby. I was thinking about it this last weekend. Home run derby at Coors Field is going to be fun. It's going to be incredible. Awesome. They are going to bomb the hell out of those bombs. I'm just thinking of like Giancarlo Stanton at Coors is going to hit like 600 feet. Yeah, I think records are going to be set this year. 
rest in pepperoni to that Toyota Tacoma that sits in the outfield in the left field. That thing is gonna They're look gonna like it that. went through a hailstorm. That they have to move it. There's no. no I, I want them to leave it up. I want to see glass <laughs> shatter. All right, Toyota, you better leave your truck there. I mean, it's. Uh, do you remember? I think it was two, maybe three years ago. Uh, two years ago now, Shohei Otani took BP at Coors Field and left balls in the rock pile and on the rooftop at Coors Field. I did not see that, no. Shohei Otani is probably my favorite baseball player because he's awesome. You know, you know anything about Shohei? No. All right, well, he's a pitcher. Mm, okay. Who hits fucking bombs. So one of a kind. Pretty awesome. It's pretty, when, on his off days when he's not pitching, he plays designated hitter. Incredible. It's awesome. Can you it's imagine so being that athletic and that talented at baseball that you're like, yeah, I'm a pitcher and designated hitter. Yeah. It's just it's it's freakish. He's hit the cycle before. He's hit single, double, triple, dinger, and I think he did it the opposite direction. I think he hit a dinger first, and then in one game he hit the cycle. That's crazy. A pitcher hitting the cycle does not happen ever. That's so crazy. Awesome. I don't think I've ever seen a pitcher get a hit to the games that I've gone to. Period. Uh, I I guess I've I've just been to way more games than you though. Yeah, that's true. So like I've seen Herman Marquez go yard. I've seen like some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen often though. I want him. I want to see him get get do that whole you know dinger, triple, double, single, and throw a no hitter in the same game. Well, that's I mean. This isn't a video game. Topher. I understand. That's but like that, I, not let me dream. Happen. Let me dream. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Emma would be the show came to Xbox. It's like the first time you've been able to play like a an MLB video game on Xbox in like I want to say ten years. Something like that. They had some type of deal where MLB was like, yeah, we don't we don't want to do Xbox. Well, it's also it's pro- it's produced by Sony. Yeah, that's why. So that's why. But fucking. It's awesome. It's so much fun. And I remembered, like, oh, yeah, baseball is kind of cool. I'm kind of getting back into baseball. I love Tre- I love Trevor Bauer because mm-hmm. I, like, you know how there's all the stupid unwritten rules in baseball? Yes. Don't pimp your home run. Like, don't celebrate a home run. Right. Dumb rule. Trevor Bauer is a pitcher who's like, nah, dude, it's really hard to hit home runs in the MLB. If they hit a home run off me, they should probably celebrate because that's – I mean, it's a special moment. He's like, at the same time, if I strike you out, gonna you're going to know it. Because <laughs> I'm going to – and he's like – he's done some shit where like he had a duel last weekend where uh, he struck out Fernando Tatis and then Tatis went yard on him twice. And Tatis was mocking him the entire time. And like, it sucks. But like, I mean, I'm going to watch more Padres-Dodgers games because go I, – I like, I like Trevor Bauer, but – much more of a slam Diego guy than a LA guy. So fair. But yeah, fair. I think we're gonna get into baseball. Okay. So I'm liking baseball right now. You're you're digging the baseball? Yeah. I'll All the stats it. are fun. That is true. I think statistic statistics. Statistics? Yeah, statistics wise. He's an economist. I am an economist and I took econometrics, which was a really fun class. Um Statistics. Statistics wise, baseball is by far and away the most exciting to watch when you're just looking at statistics. It's because they track everything. They do. Literally everything has a number attached to it, and it's just, like, so much fun. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, 
because I don't know that much about baseball. So I'm still learning what, like, what the fuck does whip mean? Like, what is this yeah. number? And, like, learning it all is so much fun. Right. Like, learning how OPS and all that shit works. So much slugging percentage. I still I don't understand slugging percentage. I couldn't tell you. No idea what it is. No idea. Um, so if you understand slugging percentage, leave us a voicemail. I'm pretty sure it's, like, the percentage of times that you're, like, I think it's the percentage of times that you put the ball in play, whether it's an out or a base hit. Mm. It's like, like if you fly out, that still counts towards your slugging percentage. Interesting. Okay. I, I think it's that. I have no idea for sure. I'm 100% just making this up. But well, yeah, that would make sense. Like how, how accurate you, you hit the ball and not. As long as you're not ball. striking out. Yeah, yeah. Striking out or foul ball. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, moving on to the next topic. Uh, so this was uh, presented by my dad. Uh, appropriate and inappropriate team names. By my dad. You're, uh, which we have to talk about. That I told you this this weekend. I think your dad's going to... He's going to move into being our producer. <laughs> like, I think he's trying to get in position to be that. And, like, honestly, Mike, watch out. Because I'm going to have you setting up cameras and microphones here in, like, a month at this rate. <laughs> like, you're going to show up before us and be like, all right, set all this up. And then... You got, you're going to be, like, working the camera. Because he's, like, every single week he's, he's so texting, involved. He's like, you got to talk about this. You got to talk about this. Gotta, and I'm like, all right, I love it. It's so awesome. But, yeah, so yeah. we're going to, we might get your dad involved in this. More. Incredible. Um, okay, so inappropriate, inappropriate. And I think what he meant, like. So the inspiration. Go give the examples that he gave us, and then I'll give my favorite examples. Okay, so the, the inspiration for this is uh, over the weekend, my sister had a dance competition in New Mexico. And they went out, went out there, and while they were in Albuquerque, my dad saw a whole bunch of uh, baseball gear for their little minor league team they have out there called the Albuquerque Isotopes. And the reason that is a cool name is because um, New Mexico is where they developed the atomic bomb. Uh, and for those that don't remember um, what an isotope is from chemistry, high school chemistry, it's um, two forms of the same element that contain the equal number of protons but different number of neutrons in the nuclei. So it's like they're the same element, but different, and they have different properties. Well, you just had to give the Google definition on that one? I did have to get I wanted to make okay. sure I remembered it correctly because I always got isotopes and ions um, confused. Um, but, you know, the isotopes, it, an isotope is really what allows us to discover the atomic bomb and atomic energy um, that we use to destroy Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And... Albuquerque Isotopes, those, they're the AAA affiliate of the Rockies, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, pretty cool name, pretty cool backstory for the name. So now we're going to go into some other cool names and also some ones that are not so cool. And by not so cool, I mean uh, everyone knows the Calgary Flames. Now, what most people might not know is that they were originally the Atlanta Flames, Oof. named after the Atlanta Fire. Oof. Um, <laughs> A, uh, major league sports teams, maybe fucking don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't know. In the same vein, Carolina Hurricanes. What the fuck? Come on, guys. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, natural disasters, not great. I say that as a Colorado Avalanche fan, <laughs> because if you get killed by a fucking avalanche, you're an idiot. I don't care. You're, you're skiing or snowboarding with an avalanche You warning. know that you're stepping into a spot that can be dangerous, and honestly, in the 21st century, if you're on like a, if you're at a resort, 
you never have to worry about avalanches. They're taking care of the snowpack and making sure that happens. And also in Colorado, we don't get enough fucking snowfall for there to be an avalanche. So unless you're going way, way back country, and that's on you. So <laughs> Tough, buddy. Yeah. Tough. What else you got? You got um, some more appropriate ones? Got some uh, more appropriate ones. Let me pull up my notes here. Um, so we talked about the flames, the avalanche, the isotopes. Um, so those are the three examples that I had off the top of my head. Do you have any more? Um, oh, I remember. Yeah, the one that we just changed. Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah, that one's not great. That was... I don't know how, who thought that was a good idea. And there's also... I mean, in the same kind of way, the Cleveland Indians, and they had they used to have the like Red Man mascot logo. Right. Which is a pretty fucking cool logo. I'm not gonna lie, but they got rid of it, mm-hmm. and I think they're gonna eventually change. They there's been talk that they're gonna change the name. Right. It's just there's not been as much outcry as there was for the Washington Redskins because Redskin and Indian are two very different terms that are one is significantly more racist than the other. Yeah, it, it's. I can't think of an of a time when you were. Call someone a redskin in, in like a friendly, non-derogatory type of manner, and that I that's, don't think it ever existed, like I, I, ever. Like I think the f- when I think redskin, I think like Andrew Jackson has to be saying that. Yeah, like Trail of Tears, <laughs> Andrew Jackson, yeah. total jackass. Which like Andrew Jackson, I think history forgets how much of a scumbag he was sometimes. So I think it was the Cherokee Nation came to Congress, won a court case with the Supreme Court to not have to move, and then Andrew Jackson said, fuck that, double birded him, and still sent him on the trail of tears. Something like that. Guy's yeah. a piece of shit. He's awful. Um, there's, there's so And many. we put him on the $20 bill, the most used note in American currency, by the way. It's not great. Not a great Not look. a great look. There's also a lot of fun. Uh, you heard some of the Lyndon B. Johnson quotes? I have not. There's some good ones out there. He's also a piece of shit. He, yeah. There's one. Uh, I won't even. I'll tell you after. Go, go ahead and look up Lyndon B. Johnson quotes, listeners, because you will be shocked with how much your history teachers did not tell you about how much of a piece of shit he was. There's a lot that our history teachers didn't tell us about how shitty we were as a nation like through the years no. there's we made a lot of mistakes there's also so are you uh, caught up on falcon winter soldier i am indeed okay so there's been a lot of good memes about that with how america portrays itself and how it really is and how it portrays itself is like chris evans captain america and how it really is is like the meme of fucking wyatt russell's captain america standing with the bloody with the blood shield on the shield, oh, yeah. Which I will say looked fucking awesome. The imagery, I the imagery, that. and the cinematography behind that shot was spectacular. And I will say, okay, Wyatt Russell. So he's the guy who plays John Walker. Um, Wyatt Russell has about one speed on characters, and it's psychopath. And he yeah. does that very, very well. Oh, 100 percent. Um, and he crushed his performance as John Walker. Last episode, I loved ish. He kind of had a like, character arc. There at the end. Yeah. Which is weird because... Spoiler alert, he's joining Hydra. Oh, yeah. Is essentially what he's doing. Yeah. U.S. agent is a Hydra agent. Um, and 
so he, like now he's he's in this gray area where he's gonna be like an anti-hero, but like I fucking I'd rather him just be like a good guy, you know? Because like he mm-hmm. did have that good arc at the end. He did. He but had the, just, yeah. And like he when he made the decision to catch the van instead of going after Carly. Yeah. Also, White Russell does do this thing where, like, how he said Lamar. Lamar. Like that drove me nuts. <laughs> Carly Morgenthau. Like, I'm like, bro, you're killing me with this. Come on. Like, yeah. he's such a douche with his pronunciation. Um, and I'm like, God, I Who does that remind you. me of? It's like, it's like one of those shitty Batman actors. The way he said that. Um, ben Affleck? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ben Affleck sucks. That was definitely just not a... No, that, that was, was a bad. ricochet shot at fucking... Ben Affleck right there. Yeah, but, sorry, but like that's what it reminded me. Like when I saw that, I was like, mm, I've seen this before. Which we've been recording for 42 minutes, so now's a good time to drop it in. Have you uh, seen the Daredevil like Netflix series? I have not seen the Daredevil. Then. You are missing out because I rewatched it this week and it's fucking awesome. This week it is Wednesday. I have finished it yesterday. I watched the entire thing over again. Oh my. How it do you have this awesome. much time? This is why you I don't. I don't. This is why your apartment's on. I just don't unpack. sleep. And then, yeah. That's so enough. It was awesome. It is so good. There's a character in season two that I'm in love with. And I would like you to watch it because you will know exactly who it is and exactly why it's a bad thing. Did you ever watch Arrow on Netflix? Yeah. Uh, Felicity? Sucks. Yeah, no. I knew you were going to say that. So Felicity sucks. Felicity is the worst. How is Felicity? You know what? I'm not even, we're not even going to go there. She just lives in my mind. She's awesome. Love her. My dad will agree with me on this one. He will call in and argue with you on this one. That's fine. I guarantee it. Because Felicity... Because the girl I'm thinking about is completely opposite. And even in that show, there was a girl that... And I was like, damn. Let's go. And it's not Felicity. Because Felicity should have ended up with Ray. I don't disagree with that. Arrow's not the guy. Arrow doesn't no. go after Felicity. No. And that's the same thing with Daredevil. Daredevil should have probably ended up with Karen Page, but he ends up with somebody better. Well, kind of. Um, okay. Anyways, we I want to end else? this podcast on a rant. All right, go ahead. I'll let you take it away. Okay, so I am a banker, a loan officer, and, and, an, and an economist. They go hand in hand. And part of my job is to, you know, look at people's finances and see if they can afford the loan. Great. It is so incredibly frustrating when I get those customers that I'm like, they're just like, tell me what I need to send to you to do that. And so I email them back and I say, hey, I need your W-2s or your tax returns or whatever it is. And they don't know how to use email. Oh my goodness. Not knowing how to use email. and It is 2021. How do you not know how to use email? I emailed this customer like three times saying, I need your 2020 W-2s. And they emailed back a separate email, not a reply email, a separate email that is blank in the actual email thing and their entire email is typed in the subject line. Oh! I can't. I can't. So if you don't know how to use email, I just, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how you're going to survive in the future, going forward. I know how to help you. Call into the show and ask your questions. Next week, we're going to do a crash course on emails uh, <laughs> and answer every question that you guys have. Again, the call is 
Tell us any questions you have about email, and Topher will answer them personally from a bank's perspective how to use email. <laughs> we can, you can also comment on any of our Instagram posts, tweet at us. These will all be answered next week. If you have any problems with email, making an email, sending an email, attaching links to emails. Find carbon copies, carbon copying people, attach, using attachments. That is, I don't know why that is so difficult. I fuck up attachments a lot. I do. Matthew. Because I'll no, because I'll like do the entire email and I'll write it out and then I'll just like forget to attach it. So then I gotta do that awkward thing where I send a second email. Like oh. uh, like I reply to my email that I sent and I send it with the attachment. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. My bad. Oops. Here's that attachment. Funny story. Here's that attachment, by the way. <laughs> Whoops. But that's understandable. That's feel like that's acceptable. I feel like a lot of people do that shit. Yes. One hundred percent. You heard it here first. Next week, seven days from now, a mere seven days, Topher will answer all your email-based questions. I think that's all. I think that's a great spot to end the podcast. Yep, I think that's a great spot to end. Thanks for making this part of your day. Yeah, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Again, 720-383-4860. Um, I think that's it. All that's right. it. Have a good one. Bye, guys.